Hello, you beautiful being of light. Thank you so much for being here and for tuning in. My name is Jessica Mazzo. Welcome to the Magical Soul Healing Podcast. I am here for you. I am here to hold space. I am here to reflect love. I am here to reflect your worth to you. I'm here to also offer tools and resources so that you can navigate life on earth. As we journey and harmonize together, inhale and exhale. Trust that you are exactly where you are meant to be. Hey, hi, hello, it's your girl, Jessica Mazzo, aka Jess the Empress, and I am here to give you some details about this lovely transit that's happening right now, Mars entering Capricorn. I'm recording this on January 24th, which is the day that Mars goes into Capricorn, so this is exciting because this is all about using our energy to accomplish things. And I'm going to get into accomplishments, how, you know, we don't need to have crazy goals, lofty goals. We can, we can do the basics, but we can also be really, really like solid about that and really content about our ability to show up consistently. I don't know about you, but consistency is very attractive to me. Like when there's a consistent energy in my life, whether it's like money or people or work or whatever, like it's pretty hot. I like it. So (laughs) we're going to talk about how we can like elevate ourselves to be that consistent person. So Mars is in Capricorn until March 28th. And I have another podcast episode I'm recording after this, which is Mercury retrograde happening now. It's actually moving into Capricorn tomorrow. So some of what I say here will be repeated, but it's also extended on in a way that talks about Mercury in Capricorn, obviously, and not Mars. But you can combine the energies of these things to be useful for you. So... Let's get into it. Mars. Mars is the tower. Okay, so for those of you who are tarot friends, you know what the tower card looks like. For those of you who don't, Google it, look on Pinterest, find your favorite looking tower card, and just kind of sit with that energy. Capricorn is the devil. So get you that little Google going again for the devil tarot. Find a card that looks the best for you. And sit with it. So you're going to have the tower and the devil. These are two really big energies. Um, And when I pull the tower for a lot of clients, they usually freak out. Because the imagery on the card, on the traditional cards at least, it looks very bad. Like it just looks detrimental. And that's not always the case. You know, Mars governs our sexual drive, our will which is important because when we are up against really difficult times, if we didn't have any willpower, we would just let everything fall apart. We would just let ourselves lose. Like, you know what I mean? And we wouldn't fight for what we know is right and fair and just for for us. 
And so there's definitely a shadow side to all the tarot cards. Um, but the shadow side of Mars is just tearing things down because it's like a destructive force of energy instead of it being a, a positive channel to push that sexual energy through, that your willpower through. Um, so with Capricorn, with devil, with earth energy, we're really using our will to accomplish or to play in this realm of earth. And we're either building something or we're, again, steadily working with a goal. And I think that this is a very exciting energy to me personally. I like the combination of these cards. Um, just because I don't have a negative association to either of them. I know that people have a negative association to the devil card as well. Um, in terms of like things having power over you. And that's definitely the shadow aspect. But it doesn't always represent the devil. The devil is meant to be... I think about enjoying your life on earth and having a relationship to attachments, but recognizing that attachments don't need to have power over you because we're here to form attachments. So attachments aren't bad, but it's when we are clinging to them or we're acting like we don't need them that it becomes problematic. And then we're moving into more of the shadow aspect of Capricorn um, or the devil. So... That's the intro. I am just going to talk about basically what I've already scripted. Um, there is an article that I took some information from, and it's Understanding Impatience by Psychology Today. <clears throat> That's actually going to be linked in the show notes, so if you want to read the whole article, you can. Um, I just pulled some things from it that are, I think, really important to, to highlight, for this transit, so from now until March 8th. So this is the next six weeks. And my first question is, what do you want to complete or make solid progress on over the next six weeks? So this might, this is something I think you should jot down, right? Just like say, what what is it that you want to focus on, feel like you can dedicate yourself to? And it can be anything. It can be like going on consistent walks or it's like, yeah, I'm going to hit the gym every day cook good meals, what the fuck ever, like cold call clients, like it doesn't matter, it's your thing, but really just write down something that you feel like you can dedicate yourself to unwavering over the next six weeks. So with this Mars and Capricorn, there's a lot of fire energy, a lot of ambitious uh, undertone to the flow of what's around us right now, and it's a really good time to create a structured plan. That's your Capricorn energy, and to look ahead to strategize and understand that you're going to need to say no to certain things. You're going to have to really uh, block your time, protect your time in a way that keeps you focused on what you want. And again, tapping out of what is that distraction. So part of what Capricorn does, I feel like is an asset is like, oh, I know that I typically hand my power away to like last minute dinner invitations because you know, I get kind of lazy closer to the weekend and I get those invitations from friends and then I go out and then, you know, one hour turns into four and it's like, oh, I've spent all this money and I've had this and I've, you know, spent time doing this and then you get home and you're like, oh, but shit, I have all this other stuff that I, I wanted to do and then you feel all scrambled. So if you know that you hand your power away to a situation, what are you going to do 
to put up better parameters. Maybe you need to talk to your friends and be like, hey girl, hey, for the next couple of weeks, for the next six weeks specifically, (laughs) I am going to decline dinner invitations or just maybe not all of them. You know, maybe instead of doing one every week, you're just like, I'm only going to do four. You know, like you got to give yourself some healthy type of balance here, but you need to look ahead and understand where you fall into your own traps and how you can prevent yourself from falling in. So what obstacles are bound to pop up as you move towards accomplishing your goal? So what do you need to accomplish your goals? Like what are the actual things? Are you going to need to wake up early? Are you going to need to batch cook your food? Are you going to need to call and make sure you have, um, you know, daycare set up or something, right? Whatever you need, get a list going so that way you can start putting things in place. And then ask yourself, after you're done writing all this down, what can I begin doing tomorrow to work towards my goal? So if you're like, I have been sleeping on this part of my business where I don't have my website up yet and I wanted to make business cards and I wanted to da 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 Okay, girl, well, go ahead and get you a little account set up, you know, even if it's like looking up how to do it and pricing out different websites that offer, you know, services for creating the domain and the backgrounds and like whatever, like do it, like sit down and actually do it. So this is not about crafting the perfect plan, but this is about giving you a roadmap for staying on track. So again, um, it's really important that you consider all of the things that go inside of your major goal. So like being broad can be good, but like what will you actually need to accomplish that one broad goal? Because if you're like, lose 10 pounds in six weeks, okay, great, but like how are you going to do that? Are you going to modify how you eat or how much you eat? Are you going to modify your exercise, a combination of both? What was that going to look like? What's the plan for in the gym versus out of the gym, cold days and warm days, whatever, right? Just really go into this. Tips for making a good plan. Do not overwhelm yourself by trying to complete everything. So come up with reasonable limits for yourself that keep you on track. Write it down. This is why I suggested writing it down because you're way more likely to follow through when you see your plan on a piece of paper, when you're looking at it and you're like, okay, cool, got it. Put it somewhere that you can see it every day. So whether it's on your bathroom mirror, if it's at your desk working at home, if it's in your car, so that way it's like um, on your steering wheel, like whatever you need to do to bring yourself in front of your goal is very, very important because again, you're reinforcing to your subconscious mind that this is important to you and that you want to follow up on it. So you're like working on programming yourself to continuously think about this and then move in that direction. So I think it's good to write out, I mean, uh, read out loud what you wrote down. Um, And if you have any type of like affirmations or motivating phrases you want to put on there, do that as well. Say those out loud to yourself. Uh, When you're in the space of doing your work, turn off your phone and protect your space. So close the door. If you know your kids are going to run in, tell your your man or woman to, you know, stand guard. Don't let anybody in here for the next 30 minutes or whatever. Um, Put your phone in the other room. If you have to work from your phone, then I suggest that you use one of those settings where you can lock different apps out. 
Um, and then you can just focus on whatever you need to without the notifications going off and the distractions. Um, let's see what else is here. If your task feels overwhelming, then it's still too big, so you need to break it down into smaller tasks. That's why I said you have, you have an overarching goal, but if you don't give yourself smaller steps, it's like this abstract thing that your brain is trying to understand, like, how am I going to do it? Well, you know how, you just need to sit down and actually map it out because then when your brain, again, can see those tangible steps, it's like, oh, cool, I got it. And it feels, there's less pressure. <clears throat> again, there's less feelings of overwhelm because your brain isn't processing the how. It sees the how on paper, it translates it, and then you're like, got it. Um, also, if your tasks are very easy and you find yourself kind of moving through things really quickly, Take a little time to add on more as your day goes on or as your week goes on Um, because sometimes we underachieve and we can be comfortable, but we want to be stretching ourselves like daily. You know, we want to be challenging ourselves. So the other thing I want to say about making this plan, going back to the, the note on perfectionism, this is definitely not a plan that will go perfectly. And I can say that with confidence because most of the time our plans don't go perfectly. Um, But this is good because this is where we get to use our creative power. And if things always went according to plan, we, I don't think, would be tested enough to really know like who we are. And I don't feel like we'll be tapping into that Mars energy. So it's one of the things I feel like I can predict. Um, Mars and Capricorn is great. It's also good to just, again, expect hiccups have that balance where you look ahead, you can predict some of your own traps and obstacles, but not all of them. So make sure that you are flexible. And this is where the shadow side of Mars can play, can play out is instead of being flexible, it's like, I have to stick to the plan and like forging ahead or like (laughs) moving ahead and just being like, um, inflexible really with what's happening. Like you don't always have to stick to the plan hundred percent of the time. So leave a little breathing room, um, and realize that adjustments really, uh, adjustments just show you that you're flexible adjustments just show you that you're creative. Um, and the thing is, is when you have a steadfast approach to even adjusting a plan, this is good because ultimately you're at the frequency of steadfast energy right? You're not giving up and you're not avoiding and you're also not just trying to get it all done right away according to the plan. You're just showing up, doing your best with what you have and if things change, if things need to be changed, you'll show up to do that, to be part of that change and implement the change. So reframe impatience and ask yourself how impatience throws you off course. And I feel like it's important to talk about that because, or I feel like it's important to talk about impatience because impatience is very much a Mars energy and we're all here for growth. And I can put my hand in the air when I get impatient because I do, (laughs) like with so many things. Um, And so I have to remind myself that I cannot accomplish everything in a day and that I am human and that I'm not a robot (laughs) and that forcing things hasn't really 
worked out for me in, in good ways. So the questions that I'm asking and the things that I'm sharing about reframing are because I ask myself those questions and it's just a, it's, it's also like my perspective, a little bit of what I've learned. So I look at impatience. It's not something that's, that's always bad, right? Because uh, it's not, it's not always a problem. Like if you don't, you don't want to stand around in a line, you know, for like no reason, if you have other things to do and the line isn't going anywhere, like patience really isn't going to serve you when you can just abandon your plan to stand in line, go do other things and either come back to that line later. Um, or like get whatever you need online. (laughs) I don't know, but there's just times where impatience can help us make a change that we need to make. But then there's also times where we sabotage ourselves because we haven't learned how to sit in the discomfort of waiting, not getting what we want. We're not tolerating that really well. So the other question is to ask, what does the impatience take your attention away from? So you're focused on something and then all of a sudden you're not getting there fast enough or in ways that you want. Maybe you have a bunch of roadblocks one after the other and you're feeling hindered or whatever. Then your attention shifts and what is it shifting to and what is it shifting away from? That's a really good thing to understand. So I'll lose track of my overall goal because I get so focused on this is happening and this isn't supposed to happen and this was supposed to happen then and all these like sort of details. Um, But really I get thrown off of just being present and allowing myself to be in the flow of the project or whatever the situation is. And so it really takes attention away from my power and my flexibility. And it's instead it turns my attention into feeling like I need to force something or I should be forcing it. Um, and then I'm like comparing timelines that I've made up in my own head and it's like a whole thing. <laughs> I'm sure you can relate. So what action does impatience typically prompt you to take that will throw you further off course? Uh, so when I'm in the shadow aspect of impatience, because again, I don't necessarily think impatience is bad. There's pros and cons. Like I said, I'm not wasting my line. I'm not wasting my time in lines. You know, I'm like, I got other shit to do. So I keep it moving and I get my shit done. But impatience for me will typically prompt me to abandon something and just go off and do something else. So I have to realize that abandoning something too early definitely throws me off course. Um, There's been times in work when I haven't seen results like as fast as I would like them. So I'm like, I'm not going to do it anymore. And, (laughs) And spirit's often like, girl, you need to calm down. Like the fact that you think results should be instant or just, you're just, you're just silly. You're being a silly human or, or for me in this business, that results should even happen in two years, in three years, in four years, like results, especially when you're doing work for yourself, they don't happen instantly. Despite all this bullshit online about like, you know, turn your sales around in 30 days and blah, blah, blah. And I'm not saying you can't, but I'm also saying that if someone's trying to sell you something, like they're trying to sell you something. So like, think about that. A lot of times me with my impatience, it causes me to make mistakes. And that also throws me off course because then I'm moving with this 
rush pressure with this like anxious pressure and I will overlook something um, or I'll let things that I need to follow up on, I'll let them slide and then they start to backpile and then I have to deal with that because that's just the natural consequence (laughs) of not doing something in a timely manner. Um, So notice how your energy gets zapped when you start to really buy into impatience. And it's harder to redirect when you're in a constant state of impatience as well. So realistically, you can only take one step at a time. And I think impatience serves as a good way to look at the steps that you're taking because sometimes you can jump steps, right? There's sort of like this old traditional way of doing things and then there's like the new way to do things. So sometimes impatience can show us that there can be a shortcut, which is good. I think that's the newer way to do things. And I don't think that we always have to do things according to step one, step two, step three, step four. Some processes and formulas are outdated and it takes us actually doing it to realize that we don't need to do it that way. So impatience, again, can serve as a bypass to certain things in a good way, but I said that if I'm impatient for too long and I don't really sit down with myself and address those feelings, I will actually start to skip over steps that I need to be paying attention to and I'll rush through things and then that'll just fuck me over later. So you can only take one step at a time. So insert these moments to pause and look at what you're feeling around these certain goals Take those moments throughout the day and to just, if you have some frustration, if you have some impatience, say, okay, I have these feelings and these feelings are valid, but there's something that I can do. These feelings are an indicator. They're a messenger. They're telling me something. So maybe I do need to make an external shift. Great. If I, if I take a look at my feelings and I look at my plan, I'll be able to see where something's not connecting and I can take the appropriate step. Sometimes the frustration can point to an internal shift. Your plans are fine. Things pop up. Maybe it's about the mindset. Maybe it's about the feeling state that hasn't been addressed. Or it's a combination of those things. So this is directly from the article of Psychology Today for reprogramming our response to impatience. First thing you got to do is take a deep breath. Second thing you want to do is identify which goal is bringing out the frustration and then you want to identify how the perceived cost of reaching that goal has risen so there's times when our goals we realize take a priority because it's cost effective in a way that's like beneficial not necessarily financial it could be like a emotional cost it could be a uh physical cost. It could be a time cost. There's lots of things, right? Um, but identify how the perceived cost of, of reaching that goal has risen. So there's something that's like, you want to get this. It's so important. It's at the top of the line, but you have a perception around it. You want to obviously, as this step suggests, identify that perceived cost. So then here's the thing. Step four, decide calmly and rationally. So this requires you to de-escalate This requires you to take a look at that frustration and acknowledge it and then say, well, I have options. Decide calmly and rationally whether you want to, A, you want to try to find a shortcut, like I talked about, B, 
Do you want to switch goals? Is there something else that actually needs your attention because there's nothing more maybe you can do in this area? And you're just frustrated because you're hitting your head up against the wall and like redirect your energy elsewhere or see settle in and come to peace with the situation, which is like, "Mm, we don't like that one (laughs) because sometimes it's hard. Sometimes that peace is is a struggle, you know, but it's okay. Those are the three options that you have there. And then five, if you have decided to settle in and come to peace with the situation, accept the increased cost and change your mindset. Maybe even find a way to play a game within the game to keep your mind occupied while you wait. So you would have a lighthearted approach to this. Uh, Something I saw on TikTok that I absolutely loved was this chick sharing how she's flipped her mindset on certain things when she gets challenged or she gets frustrated and she's like, you know, kind of up against the wall. She tells herself, oh, it's for the plot. You know, she's like, I'm just pretending for these moments that it's like the Truman Show and there's like thousands of people watching me struggle in this moment. But you know what? It's all for the character. Like it's all for my development because, you know, what kind of storyline is it without any type of struggle? Like what kind of hero is that or what kind of, you know, star is that? So she's like main character syndrome. Like it was funny, but I like that. I thought that was really cute and I thought that was a way for her to keep it really lighthearted. So I just want to extend that to you because we do take these things so seriously. I find that we're harder on ourselves than anybody will be outside of us. And so when we can just release some of that pressure, even like 1%, I think we're doing ourselves a huge, a huge favor. Um, so yeah, where am I at with time? 24 minutes. Okay, cool. That's awesome. Okay, so I want to, I'm going to pull some cards live on air. I've just got regular tarot cards in front of me, so nothing crazy. So I'm going to start with fire. Fire signs, this is going to be your message for goal, accomplishment. So this is like your message. Yeah, this is your message from Spirit about accomplishing your goals over the next six weeks. Like, what do you need to know? Fire signs. Okay, you have the Page of Cups and you have the Nine of Wands. So you definitely need to give yourself time to create a really good plan. And I want you to really be clear emotionally about these goals. If you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling under pressure, if you're feeling tired, if you're feeling like you have to do all of these things now, take a step back and ask yourself, where is that coming from? Where, where are those beliefs about how you should do this coming from? Um, they're coming from somewhere in your mind, which means you can change the story. So the lightheartedness of the Page of Cups, I feel is really much about getting your emotional state more open, more curious, more fun, and more playful, and and yeah, releasing some of this pressure, which looks like it's self-imposed fire signs. You know, I think it's hard. I'm a fire sign, so I know in terms of like, you get this creative spark, and you just want to do something with it, and sometimes, um, you know, channeling it isn't always easy sometimes it can be very easy to be distracted 
So if you come up with a plan and if you match that plan with it, how are you going to feel? How do you want to feel? Start practicing that embodiment. I think that'll really help over this time. Okay, so earth signs. You have the six of swords and the three of swords. So I think, I think you'll, first of all, want to follow up on the other podcast that I'm going to put out because you have so much sword energy, earth signs for Mercury, but um, swords, I think, are, are a Mercury energy. But six of swords and the three of swords. So for your goal accomplishment, really look at where you get frustrated. And I think for you, it's going to be about a mindset shift. To me, that's the biggest thing. The Six of Swords is like a mindset shift card. And talking about seeking a higher mindset, seeking positive things to focus on instead of looking at all of the things that haven't worked and beating yourself up about it. So you need to let go of the past earth signs. Even if you have to start from scratch and even if that's really frustrating for you, this is still a use of your creative energy. And it's flowing through you right now to be used. So please let it come up. Let it come out. Your plans, like what you write down, what you sketch on paper, it doesn't have to look good. It doesn't have to be sexy. It's not for anybody else other than you. And I feel like you're coming into a better relationship with your own formula. That's kind of the way that I'm seeing it, earth signs, which is interesting. So yeah, I feel like you are probably going to benefit from those affirmations and from getting out of your old thought patterns, especially if you've, let's say something didn't work out in the past. If you've already thought about it three times before breakfast, you need to put a stop to that shit and focus on something else (laughs) throughout the day. So air signs, y'all have the knight of pentacles and the nine of swords. Okay, let's see. What am I getting here? Air signs for your goals. So if you've had doubt that you're not going to accomplish your goals or this is like the 10th time that you're trying to do something and it's just... You're like, why am I here again? Or I should have done this a long time ago or whatever. That's something you've got to just confront and say, okay, these are fears, uh, maybe even bordering on like paranoia. And focusing on that isn't actually going to help me get where I want to go. Because to me, the nine of swords is like, there's a paralyzing mental energy. There's a mental energy that's very much keeping you stuck. Maybe you don't believe you can do it. Maybe you don't believe you have the resources or that people aren't going to help you. Um, But the King of Pentacles suggests otherwise, and it's about you showing up to either ask for the support or to prove to yourself that you have changed. Because if you sit down and really look at what you've done over the last year, and if you reflect on the lessons that you've accomplished, I believe that you'll see where you've grown. Maybe this is also about reflecting on that instead of using your time looking at the future and thinking that you're going to fail or that it's all going to fall apart or that you don't know what to do. So to me, air signs, this is a time to really prove that you've got what it takes to accomplish things. And it doesn't always mean that you accomplish the whole plan from A to Z. I think it could just be about showing up in a consistent manner and you know, it takes dedication and dedication is a, it's something that has to be 
Uh, it's a skill. But if you don't practice it, then you're not going to get it. So to me, this is like your time of proving that you, you're going to show up for yourself and have your back. So water signs. All right. So you have, you have the three of cups and you also have the emperor, which actually is connected to Mars. Um, Aries and Mars are connected as a planet and sign. So very interesting. What do we got here? Oh, water signs. I think you need to have a little bit of fun as you plan your goals. Maybe this is all about looking at how you are independently taking something on um, or furthering something in your own life. And this is a big deal. This is actually really, I think, cause for celebration for you, but maybe you aren't sharing that with other people so they can't celebrate you. Um, but I think it's a really good time to bring in trusted people um, so that way you can have a good accountability, but it's also accountability that feels, yeah, it, fe it feels fun, you know, like it's, because this to me is coming across as a personal goal, and as I mentioned, you know, no one's harder on ourselves than we are for us, so you want people that aren't going to be hard on you and that like shame you and make you feel bad, instead you want people that are going to champion you and encourage you on those like tough days or talk it out with you when you're kind of feeling down. But water signs to me, I feel like there is a lot of energy being used to move yourself in a direction that feels good and to accomplish these personal goals that are going to help you. I feel like they're going to, they, they could even just be something that's like um, a habit or a hobby that you've been wanting to integrate into your life. That's a part of your, that's like a new part of your structure, the emperor card. So let's say, you know, you're making the transition from uh, you want to put more vegetables on your plate throughout the week or something, and it's like a health goal, right? And so, um, yeah, this is something like you need to you need to do for your health, right? So like your your doctor mandates it, or you're just like self mandating it, but it's going to be something that you start doing from now on, right? So from now to like your end of days, you're you're literally committing to this. Um, or to having more of this in your life. So this is pretty cool. Um, yeah, I'm feeling really good about it. Thank you so much for being here, all of you. I appreciate you. And I would just like to send, send some love your way. And I'll talk to you next time. Okay, bye.